Hey there, welcome to the PodMax podcast, the podcast where we talk about podcasting, Larry. That's what we do. If you are a podcast host, if you're a podcast guest, if you're somebody who has no idea what the heck this podcasting thing is all about, then this is the show for you. Welcome to the PodMax podcast. Welcome to the Podmax Podcast. It's so great to be here again on this wonderful Wednesday. What is this? The the third or second Wednesday? Third Wednesday of July of twenty. What's happening? Where's the summer going? It is just evaporating right before our eyes, and I think it's just because we're so busy. Yeah, things are opening up. People are getting out. People are networking again. I mean, I was telling you before the show, I've been up since 445. I've already been down to Dallas and went to a networking event there, raced home, got in the studio, jumped on the microphone, and here we are sharing this stage together once again. I love it. You're a go-getter. That's uh, called yeah. ambition. Boots <laughs> on the ground, called? Larry. <laughs> I love it. And guess what? It's because there's so many exciting things going on. Yeah. Such as coming up on August 27th. I'm so excited. We have our next PodMax event coming up. They got to go, right? I mean, you've been to more of these than I have. I don't think you've missed one, have you? I don't. I don't. I know I haven't missed any of the virtual uh, Podmax events. Now I've never had the pleasure of going in person, but before I even came on the scene on the Podmax scene, they'd already switched over to going virtual. So hopefully someday I'll have the pleasure of of actually joining everybody in person once again for a tremendous event. However. That does not stop us. There it is. There's the first one of the day. That does not stop us from taking full advantage of the opportunity that's coming up on August 27th to attend a PodMax event right here online. Which is wonderful because you can be in all areas of the country or world and still it's accessible. So at the PodMax event, if you are a guest, you can be interviewed on three different podcasts that day we put you in breakout rooms on Zoom. We have an amazing keynote speaker. Larry, tell him who it is. I wish I could. However. <laughs> we'll put that in the show notes for sure. Who the, who the keynote speaker is. There's actually going to be three speakers that day. You're going to be on three different shows. If you come in as a guest, you can guest on three different podcasts, which in and of itself is a spectacular opportunity to get your brand out, grow your audience, expand your reach, and draw in new listeners to your brand and your business or your podcast. Now, if you're a host, you have content for days. Look at that. Three different interviews in one day, three different episodes of the podcast. And in speaking Done. about content, content goes both ways. You know, this is an opportunity for you as a guest or as a host to take the content that comes from these interviews and repurpose it on multiple platforms. This isn't just going to be a podcast episode. This is content for your LinkedIn. It's content for your blog. It's content for your podcast. It's content for all of your social media applications. This is a great opportunity to get a ton of content to use, repurpose, and once again, reach a new audience. I love it. And they can sign up at podmax.co. Do that today because, you know, you don't know if there's going to be spots left. We're just, it's that popular. So sign up today, podmax.co. <laughs> and listen to that tremendous Ooh. keynote speaker that we'll tell you all about right after the show. So oh, Rachel, yeah. getting into the Podmax podcast today, mm -hmm. uh, we tend to, well, we, we, we have segments here. And one of them is, have you ever? Have you ever? 
Have you ever? So, Larry, have you ever? <laughs> I think this is something that a lot of people can relate to. I have a question for you. Have By you ever felt more self-conscious because of all of this Zoom and, and, you know, we never had to look at ourselves before, but now I'm seeing myself on camera and I'm seeing myself in a different light. I don't normally see myself talk when I'm in a conversation, but now this whole Zoom effect of online meetings ha has made people more self-conscious. Have you fallen into that trap? I don't know. Have I? I don't know. Have you? Yeah, I got these brand new pearly whites because <laughs> the whole thing man, is because we were everything was transitioning to online. And when we're sitting here online, we're staring not at the camera where we should be looking in the lens. So it feels like that whoever we're talking to feels like we're talking to them, but we're actually doing this. We're staring at ourselves and we're looking at how we move and how we look and how we present. How, how's my hair and how's mm -hmm. this? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely the Zoom effect is real, folks. Yeah, actually, this is crazy. So I found this article. Listen to this. And, and if you just Google the Zoom effect, you'll find tons of articles. I mean, I kind of thought maybe that could be a thing, but listen to this. So um, this article interviewed a ton of dermatologists and plastic surgeons. And um, this one dermatologist had said many people were coming in saying they had never spent so much time looking at their own faces and how traits that never used to bother them have become distractingly apparent. Okay. And then another dermatologist said they, oh, this is great. This is great. You ready for this? They have routinely heard complaints of RBF. Larry, do you know what RBF is? <laughs> Rest in biatch face. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that apparently was first detected on Zoom, right? Because again, you're not holding up a mirror to yourself, but on Zoom and other platforms, that is what we're doing. It is a mirror to what your facial expressions are, your body language. And you might say, oh, I didn't know I was even doing that. So they come in and they say, um, okay, we need a, we need a nip. We need a tuck. We need a this, we need a this. I'm not comfortable with looking at myself. And, um, this article goes on to say that people were seeing themselves in a whole new light and changing their perspective and they didn't like it. So plastic surgery, dermatology has skyrocketed. I believe yeah, it. And, and, and again, you know, I fell prey to, it. I won't say I fell prey to it necessarily, but it sure moved up timelines. I'll tell you what, I've never been a big fan of my own teeth and I've always wanted to change them. So what ends up happening when I'm working online all of the time, all I saw every time I went online or did a video or did a podcast or whatever it may be, all I saw were those gangly toothages that were sitting there at yeah. the top of my mouth. So I, <laughs> I had to get them fixed, man. And I'm still in the process. I'm still going through it right now. I talk funny right now. You may not be able to notice it, but I notice it. I can see it the way I move my lips or the way I move my mouth because my bottom teeth, I'm in transition right now. I'm still having work done on the bottom, but we're in a healing phase <laughs> before we can move on to phase three and get the bottom done. So now I'm even more self-conscious. So it's kind of funny how if you move forward and you start taking these steps to improve your looks, I can see where people go down that slippery, slippery slope. There you go. Try saying that five mm -hmm. times fast of getting involved and getting addicted to plastic surgery. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? And then I think the 
on the flip side, something happens too, where people just say, well, I'm not going to do video. I'm not going to do Zoom. And of course, this is across the board for any industry that you're in. You know, I've been in a lot of Zoom meetings recently where people just don't put their camera on. And I'm like, well, I want to know who I'm talking to. And so I'm just hearing them. Um, And then for podcasters, I was just talking with somebody the other day and she's lovely. I mean, I'm, I'm on a Zoom with her. She's beautiful. She has a great energy about her that I think you don't necessarily get by just hearing her. You know, when we are face face to face with somebody, you get a different perspective. And she was saying, uh, she's starting a new podcast. She was saying that, oh, I think I'm just going to stick to audio. And I'm like, why? And then she was like, well, you know, I'm like, what, what's going on? She's beautiful. She's poised. She, she had the full, the full package. And it's just interesting what we get in our own minds and we tell ourselves something that probably isn't true. No, full disclosure, I got into podcasting because it was not video when mm-hmm. I started podcasting. I wanted to be able to create. I wanted to be able to, because my first podcast was a comedy podcast. I thought I was a comedian. And, <laughs> you know, it worked out for a while, but at the same time, I didn't want to face the camera. I didn't want to be on stage. I didn't want people to actually see me. I wanted to just be able to sit behind a mic and somewhat even be anonymous. And this led into other issues too, because now I wasn't branding myself. I was hiding behind my brand. And we talked about that last week, shielding yourself behind your brand and not making yourself the focus of your podcast so that people know you are delivering the content and you are providing the value and you are the one that are helping others. Uh, It's it's a big snowball effect. It sure is. We're not careful. It overtakes us and it actually ends up becoming a tremendous ding hindrance. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for everybody involved. Well, and then it's interesting. You're you're totally right because we're we're hiding behind a shield or a mask, or even you know use the social media platforms such as Snapchat. Zoom does it too, where you can actually put on a different face. Oh yeah. You know, so you're still on camera, but not really as yourself. You know, on Zoom, I don't know if people know this, but if you go into the video settings. There's something called, I think it's beta, the beta beta uh, effects. Um, you can put lipstick on. You can put um, a little hat on. You can change things. You can put a goatee on. Now, we're not filming on Zoom right now, or I would totally rock a goatee. But um, <laughs> but I wanna, I'm, I'm sure most people have seen this or heard of this before. But I want to share something where um, someone may have taken it to the extreme. All right, I'm going to share my screen, okay? Let's see. Hold on. Wait for it. Wait for it. Hold on. I got to find it. Uh, share audio. Share tab. Okay. Oh, this is just, this just makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this guy in the corner, Um, can you see this now? Oh, yeah. Okay. So he, he is not really a cat, but somebody had put a filter on and then left it on his Zoom. I Obviously, this is Zoom because... It's right on there. Let, let's see what happens. Mr. Ponton, I believe you have a filter turned on in the video <laughs> settings. Uh, you might want to. Uh, uh, take, take we're trying look. to. We're tr- can you hear me, Judge? I can hear you. I think it's a filter. It, in the- it is, and I don't know how to remove it. I've got my assistant here. She's trying to, but uh, <laughs> I'm prepared to go forward with it. That's, I'm here live. That's not. I'm not a cat. 
I can I can see that. <laughs> make it stop. I, I, I make can it see stop. that, man. You got Jeff Bridges sitting up there just laughing. He's just snickering. He's like, I got this case in the bag. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's part like when you see his eyes move, he's like, I'm prepared to move forward. I'm not a cat. So for those of you who are just listening to this podcast right now, it's the it's the one where he has a full cat filter on his face. And yes, we know you're not a cat, but but maybe check those settings before you jump on a very important Zoom call. So, you know, you might just end up as a cat. You might end up with a goatee. You might end up with some, you know, if you're a guy, your lipstick. So let's just make sure we know what we're walking into, right? Know what you're walking into, accept who you are and accept your uniqueness and jump online and be yourself. That is so key right there. You don't have to give in to all the Zoom pressure. We're not mm -hmm. models. We're podcasters. We're business yeah. people. We're entrepreneurs. And, you know, we are, we're, we're perfect in, in our own being. So let's be who, are, who we are and let's move on to, what do you say, pro in the know? Pro in the know. Pro in the know. Pro in the know. There it is right there, folks. Pro in the know is where we're at right now. And the topic that we wanted to talk about today, so many of us as podcasters, our main goal is what? To grow our audience, to get more downloads, to engage our listeners and engage our community. And so many times overlook the power of copywriting. And, you know, part of copywriting is being able to construct and interesting and intriguing and triggers maybe an emotional response in the headline. The headline and naming our episodes is so critical. And we found a tool online that can help you do exactly that. And we wanted to share that with you today. This is pretty cool. So now I'm going to share my oh, screen. Please. Larry, share your screen, lovely. And we are gonna to go to it's called headlines.sharethrough.com. And what you can do here is if you have an idea for your episode title, you can go ahead and enter the headline right here, and then it will analyze that headline and give you an overall score. Then you can start, and we're gonna show you exactly how this works. So let's just go ahead and start it there. Rachel, yeah. what was that? What was our example um, that we, we built on yesterday? Is, is, is your mom ever too old to go to the yeah. movies? Um, it was, it was one of your headlines that you actually used. Are you ever too old to play? That's right. The episode that I have out this week uh, with yeah, Jeff you... Harry is a uh, call a little plug there. Sorry. It's called, <laughs> are we ever too old to play? So we started there. Are we ever too old to play? And this is cool because this is obviously an actual headline that you used. So we encourage people to go in and use a headline. Um, that you actually have. Now, if we click find out and we see what the score is, we would love to know what your starting score is and then where you take it. So this score is, uh, okay, the highest quality score is a 70. So what did we get? Well, the headline quality score is the 70. That's that's the average for the, for the score. And what it'll do once you analyze it, it'll give you a list of strengths telling you why the title that you're using is as strong as it is. Then here's where the strength comes in, in this tool. It gives you suggestions on ways that you could improve it. Now, if we, if we scroll on down, it'll there also we go. tell yeah, us the breakdown rather. Yeah. This is the breakdown right here and how the headline quality score works. You have an engagement score and you also have an impression score. 
Now, I'm in the yellow here with this title because, well, truth be told, I named the episode before I found the tool. So <laughs> <laughs> This is great because it's not just like, eh, okay, you stink. Like, it's actually giving you something to work with, not just yeah. saying you can do better. Okay, well, better how? So let's scroll up and, and what was one of the things that it suggested to uh, how we could make an improvement? So in increase the headline length. Oh, okay. Where's the brand potentially? And, and you can expand on each of these and it'll give a little synopsis of what each one means. That's Use great. more alert words. Talk about the body. <laughs> okay. uh, try adding a celebrity. If you have a named guest, maybe try to add their name in the title. But Rachel, you and I played with this yesterday, man, and we managed to get our scores up. What in the high eighties? I think it was. With I think it eventually. was. Okay, let's see how good our memories were. So the first thing um, we say here is, "Are we ever too old to play?" So let's make it more specific. Like my son's nine, and it's constant mom jokes. So is your mom ever too old to play? <laughs> is your mom that? ever too old to play? Let's see what it says. Analyze okay, again. Analyze again. Okay, now seventy. It, it's still seventy, but if we look down, our our average, uh, our engagement score and our impression score has probably changed somewhat. And actually, we can see the results of what we were doing yesterday. It caches some of the results, so we can see historically. We today we said, are we ever too old to play? We had an overall score of seventy, engagement sixty five, and an impression score of fifty five. You you can see that by specifying mom. We got an impression score that improved by two points. Okay, that's still not good enough for me. I'm an overachiever. No, scroll no. up. Scroll up, Larry. I'm okay. scrolling. Here we go. Okay. Um what should we what should we add? Is More your mom is is your mom ever too old? I think yesterday we talked about going to the movies to go to play. Oh, to play what? Or to to uh, add, to, Oh, add that's right. To play right? let's how about play video games? Is mom too oh, okay. old to play video games? Okay, let's try that. Survey says still 70. Still, oh, 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 no, we went 71. 71. So 71. we got a little bump wait, there. Wait, go up. We need, we need better. We need better. Okay. So let's do instead of video games, um, the movies. Is your mom ever too old to go to the movies? All right. Let's see. And you can see too that with the, with the last, Anal uh, the last analysis that we did, we actually picked up an additional strength. Oh, we so, did, yes. Yeah, so that's kind of cool too. So let's analyze again and see where this takes us. Oh, we got a bump. We got went to 72. Look here. Once again, we got another strength to tell us exactly why this improved. So let's get even more specific. Um, how about, well... How about... Eat popcorn oh, and popcorn. Okay, good in movies and oh, and, and what about um? Is your mom ever too old to go to um an R-rated movie? To go to an R-rated movie. Yeah, let's try that. An R-rated movie. And then add the popcorn too. I want popcorn. Who goes to a movie without popcorn? No one. Said well, so no even, one ever. Even just switching to an R-rated movie got us to seventy-four. So that got oh, us a nice good. little bump. Okay. So now let's be even more specific and eat popcorn. Did I spell that right? No, yeah. I did not. No, pop, I left out the C. I just went pop, pop porn. So, anyways, uh, let's... <laughs> that's a different, that's a different show, Larry. <laughs> totally different show. Yes. So you can see there that bumped us even higher. Now we made it to a seventy-six. Oh okay, so, I want, I want, I want to get in the eighties. One more, come on, one we can more. do this. How about okay. with butter? Be even more specific. Popcorn with butter and candy. I want candy too. 
and candy. Okay, wait, hold on. Is your how about is your mom? I, would that be correct? Are your parents or is your mom and dad? No. Oh, oh, okay. Hold on. Is your mom and dad ever? I don't think that's correct, Grandma. No, it would be are your mom and dad ever? Yeah, are your mom and dad ever too old to go to an R-rated movie and eat popcorn with butter and candy? And fall asleep or and stay awake and stay awake <laughs> and stay awake. <laughs> Man, that is okay. Let's just see what this it's does. It's a really long one. Let's see what this says. <gasps> oh, 79. we still came up a little short. But if you'll notice, the concept here is that as we get more specific with the headlines, we get more detailed with the headlines, we get more personal with the headlines, and we start to trigger emotional responses with the headlines, they become stronger and stronger and stronger. Now, this is a very, very silly headline that we were just playing with. Right. But you can take the concept and apply it to any of your shows and any industry, any niche, any audience. And you can work this tool and use this tool to find out the strongest approach to your copywriting techniques and your headlines that are going to do two things. They're going to increase engagement and they're going to reach a bigger audience. And that's our goal as podcasters. I would love to know um, if people try this, put in what your initial score was and then where you got it to. So put in your initial score and what your headline was and then put it the ending score and the ending headline. That would be really neat to see how people transform because otherwise it's just kind of a shot in the dark. Like, okay, this is kind of what the episode is about. But when I'm listening to shows, I want something very specific. If it's very broad, I'm like, hmm, okay. But if it's really specific, I'm I'm more likely to, um, to listen because you know what you're walking into. If you go shopping, Larry, and you just, the store outside just says clothes, are you going to necessarily walk in? No, no, no. So we have to, we have to be specific with what we are quote unquote selling. You know, I had a guy, I was just in Nashville last week and I spoke at the Nashville podcasters meetup group and we had a new guy that was just starting his podcast and his podcast, he had come up with a name, wasn't necessarily flashy, but mm. guess what? It was called the Nashville drummers podcast. So who do you think is going to listen to that podcast? Drummers from Drummers Nashville. In Nashville. <laughs> I mean, it's so specific. It's so precise. It tells you exactly what you're getting into, and it's going to attract that exact same audience. Could he lengthen the title, and could he have a little more insight? Sure he could. Could he do something fancy and call it like, bada boom, the drum podcast or something? Sure. But is that going to be as insightful as Nashville Drummers podcast? This tool can help you narrow down your focus, narrow down and really hit your niche market. And I think that's what each and every one of us are after. I love it. I love it. Um, Larry, should we talk about build it and they will come? Let's build it. And they will come. Build it and they will come. So, Rach, this kind of goes back to last week when we were talking about build it and they will come or will they? Will they? Will they, they really? Are they coming? I don't know. 
the other side of this is, you know, we, we all like to make that quote. We all like to have that saying, build it and they will come. Thanks to Kevin Costner and field of dreams. I mean, it just, it just took off. Everybody now believes that if they build it, that's all they have to do is just build it. And now you're going to start attracting people. Cause they're going to go, Oh, look what they built. This is kind of cool. I want doesn't necessarily work that way. It doesn't. And sometimes, uh, we think if we have a dream big enough, it will build itself. That ain't going to happen either. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't just manifest. We have no. to put forth that effort to manifest our desires and our dreams of whatever it is that we're building. With most of us, it's a podcast. Some of us, it goes beyond just a podcast. It goes into a business. It goes into a YouTube channel. It goes into a variety of different things. But to think that we're just going to build it, and suddenly we'll have this massive audience or we'll attract all these massive viewers. It's a bit of a misnomer and <laughs> belief in yourself is, is, is critical. We have to believe that it's going to happen, but is that enough, Rachel? It's really not. I mean, you need to do the work. You need the blood, sweat, and tears. You need to, um, have boots on the ground. You need to be like Larry and get up at four in the morning and, and get to a networking event and, I think it's that passion and that drive. Yes, ideas are amazing. And how many people have ideas that they never they never act on? They're just ideas. And then you hear somebody else who actually put that idea into action and they're the ones making it. And you're like, darn it, I had that idea first. Well, it doesn't really matter if you had it first. You didn't do anything about it. So, um, you know, I think, I think, I, I said this eloquently yesterday and I don't remember exactly what I said, but Along the lines of if if we believe in something enough, we think it's just going to happen and it's not. So you need to, number one, surround yourself with people that are doers. I think the people in your camp, the people in your, uh, your squad and your tribe are so important because if they're just sitting around just talking about their dreams too, you're not, you're not going to be as inspired. But you surround yourself with doers. See what happens. I mean, that is, that's an incredible, you know, energy to have around you. And then, um, you know, not to act on every single idea and dream that we have, but to really be selective. And, and then when you, when you have that true passion to really just go for it. And, uh, you know, Larry, when you first started podcasting, was there any hesitation there? There definitely was because, Hey, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. And, <laughs> and two, there's that, there's that inherent fear of what if nobody listens? Mm. What if nobody picks it up when I put it down? You know what I mean? It's, it's one of those situations where you create something and you want people to be attracted to whatever, whatever it is that you create, you, you hope that you hope that you can get that attention. And I, I think most people can relate to that. That's what we deal in each and every day. We all deal in the business of attention. Yes. We want to garner that attention and attention doesn't just come naturally for most of us. I mean, <laughs> as a kid, my mom will tell you that I was always garnering for attention. And sometimes I didn't go the most constructive routes to get that attention, <laughs> nor did I necessarily get the attention that I was after, but <laughs> I did get attention. Thing. <laughs> You're looking for attention right now, Larry, a hundred percent attention. And then what do we do as adults? We're it's, still it's looking so for funny. that attention. <laughs> I'll share a story real quick. I mean, and I, I may have shared this at one of the Podmax events, but 
I'm still always seeking attention no matter where I'm at. And we used to buy our groceries at Walmart, my wife and I, and we would go through the line and I always basically had an act. I had the same jokes that I would hit everybody with as we went through. And one evening, my wife just was not in the mood for the Larry show. So right there in front of the cashier and everybody in line, she just blurts out, Larry, close the curtains. <laughs> Show's over. Close the curtains. And oh, my God, you talk about <laughs> that right there was such an eye opener in the fact show that yeah, stopper, man, I'm always opener. looking for that attention. We're all always looking for that attention. And in order to get that attention, we have to manifest it. We have to not just build something, but we have to work at it. We have to nurture it. We have to fertilize it. We have to grow it. It's just a seed, a little seed of attention that can eventually grow into a massive redwood if you give it the attention that it needs. And of course, if it was a, well, a redwood seed. So Yeah, I need to pay attention now because our engineer is telling me there's an echo. So. Hold on. Oh, get them headphones on, Rachel. I know. I know, Larry. I just hate how they mess up my hair. Hold on. I got to mute my thing. Okay, let's see. Oh, see okay. So it messed up your hair. So mm -hmm. is this the <gasps> zoom effect that we're talking it about here? Zoom effect. I know. Look at that right there in my real earrings. life. So art next up, life. next up, life we have uh, most definitely. Uh, and are we ready to go to, to, uh, to Todd and Amber? Yeah, let's bring in Todd and Amber. Let's see what they're up to. Yo, what's going on, guys? guys Rachel, your hair happening? looks phenomenal. Thank you. Thank it you does. God. It does. <laughs> but I feel your pain. Like, these headphones are the least attractive things on the planet. And so I always, like, every time I wear them, I'm like, thank God podcasters know. <laughs> <laughs> thank God this is a good thing. That's it, what and it's funny because I forget to take them off when, like, I did my Ayla immigration conference, and I was like, "Oh, we're just gonna lose these," like, because it was virtual <laughs> this year. Yeah, uh, that, that's what's good about our shows being, you know, really geared towards podcasters and content creators is they, our listeners, they know the pain. It's real they do. struggle. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. So it becomes part of our brand, though, honestly, because if, if you think back when I showed up to Podmax that one time with no headphones on, no hat, no yeah. glasses, people were like, dude, who are you? They expect us to have our headphones on now and whatever else we, we tend to wear all the time. So, yeah, these mm -hmm. aren't even plugged in. I just have them on. <laughs> <laughs> well, the worst is when they are plugged in, but then you forget and you try to like move away. And then you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love Todd's because he's got the matching, the, the cord. The, yeah, look, you um, like that? Cord yeah, matches I got the, the shirt. Shirt. Branding, I paid extra for this. That is amazing. Like coincidence, but If you didn't know, he has one ever in every color. Yeah, and so, yeah, the sneakers, the you know, I got like the whole gear, you know, head to toe, including uh, including headphone cords. You know, got, everything's got to coordinate. <laughs> So fancy. <laughs> but what else is fancy is that uh cool headline tool you guys were poking around with there. Oh, Very exciting? cool. I like yeah. it a lot. And um, and you know, our topic today on the show is really how to increase engagement so that you get more comments, clicks, shares, all that kind of good stuff. And you know, that plays right into uh, you know, making sure that the hook of your headlines are are engagement worthy. So that that tool definitely, guys watching and listening, uh, check the show notes for the link to that. That thing's cool. Make sure you bookmark it. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. So Todd, tell us really? about the, uh, the, the event that's coming up on the 27th. Can you guys expand on that a little bit for us again? Is, is there an event? I didn't know. What's it called? Uh, I mean, Pod I don't even Max know these people. Pod, like, Pod I, I don't even know why I'm here. I just came for the headphone cord. 
up Amber won a contest. Hey, you get on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, my no. Let's of do course. it. Uh, so August 27th, we have our next PodMax event. So if you guys love listening and watching our shows, I mean, imagine the four of us times 10 going on. That's where you want to yeah. be in a room of those kind of people or avoid it at all costs. I don't know what kind of person <laughs> you are. But if you've made it through this far on the episode, then you are the kind of person who should be there. And the keynotes that we have that day, we have Caleb Silver, who is Thank the editor-in-chief of Investopedia. And they launched the podcast earlier this year. So he's going to be talking all about the business side of how the podcast has helped their business grow, their trials and tribulations of getting it off the ground and where it's taken them and, and all the lessons that he's had so far this year. So he's ready to geek out in the podcast circle with us. Uh, I'm excited because I'm sure he's not hanging out with a lot of those people normally. So yeah. uh, I, I imagine he's going to be revved up to uh, dive into it with us. And, and that Q&A session, I'm sure, will be fire. And then we also have Matt Faircloth from the DeRosa Group, who is a, uh, you know, worldwide real estate celebrity yeah uh, he's an author for bigger pockets he's got a huge youtube channel um and he has really built up his business and personal brand through content creation and podcasting and regular videos and stuff like that so he's going to be talking to us all about that how to really build up your business and personal brand together using uh content like videos and podcasts he's got a great podcast too yeah, he's got a couple actually. He's got a new one, Matt and Iggy.com. I'll give him a plug. They, uh, yeah, him and his co host, uh, Dr. Iggy, they give health tips, wealth tips, and then they bring on a great guest. Um, so I'll give them a free plug. Check them out, Matt and Iggy.com, uh, to see what Matt does have going on because he's going to be bringing that kind of those lessons and all those tips, uh, to PodMax on August 27th. So make sure you guys are registered for that, PodMax.co, to get your virtual ticket. Cool deal. Cool deal. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. So if you guys haven't checked it out, you absolutely should. Um, the I think what's so cool about it is, you know, as we start jumping into the speaking field and everybody's talking about getting a podcast going and how much it does for your brain, I get asked all the time, like, how do you just speak on the fly like this? And for me, it came from a courtroom. But yeah. for so many people, it comes from being thrown into podcasting situations. And so initially when I did PodMax, I was like super um, nervous about being thrown into three interviews that you don't necessarily have time to prepare for. And mm -hmm. then you realize that like, that's the amazingness of this. Like you figure out what to say, you figure out how to say it. Like it's such a great opportunity. So if you're like um, nervous at all because of that, like that means you should do it even more. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And PodMax is the place to do it because all of the hosts are really pro hosts and the hosts are prepared for guests coming in and, and, really, you know, it, it becomes a very emotional event. You know, when we're hanging out in the room in between those interviews, like when everybody gets back in, it's, you know, very, very, <laughs> Larry's going to start crying right now. I know. I don't, um, even wanna, I don't even want to say how many times I've cried at a PodMax event and Larry. it's, it's, it's too many. It's too yeah. <laughs> well, pretty soon, like Vegas is going to have a line on who cries first, Amber, Larry, or Eric. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough. Eric call. might be crying right now as he hears us just talking. I mean, he could. Eric's ever not crying. I think we're Eric's like, crying perpetually. We're <laughs> like six weeks out, which means he should start buying tissues anytime. Mm -hmm. So yeah, stocking up on that. So, but yeah, if you guys want to see all of us cry, then you know, podmax.co. <laughs> make sure that you're registered for that. And if you were really interested in that uh, in that headline tool to increase your engagement that uh, that Larry and Rachel were talking about before. Head over if you're watching live to facebook.com slash on air brands live in a couple minutes to check out our episode 
with me and Amber talking about how you can increase the engagement on your content, whether that's through email, social, podcasts, uh, whatever content you're putting out. If you're listening on the podcast player, just go ahead and search for On Air Brands to check out this episode, which will be episode number 18 of season three. Awesome. Guys, he's put awesome. up with me for 18 okay. episodes. Can you believe that? <laughs> wow. 18. I he hasn't kicked me out yet. I, I think <laughs> you put up with him for 18 episodes. Let's just be honest here. It's true. It. It's true. But thank you guys uh, for bringing us on. I'm excited uh, for, for poking around more with the stuff that you brought to the table. This episode's always got, this show always has tons of value and uh, and you guys are doing a great job. I love seeing you fill in for the guys and and keep up the great work here. Thanks so Thanks, much. Uh, we really appreciate Thank you so much, yeah. Amber. Let's I think everybody kind of knows or has a feeling that podcasting is like a thing, you know, um, it's just a matter of how it gets incorporated into their business, into their story. Where else can you get on an event, like in person or online and have like this collection of people, any person that this group and this community attracts just like brings it. There is no community like the PodMax community, oh, guys. I love PodMax. I love everything about this environment, this family, and every one of these events. It's just tremendous. This is our fifth time here, and every time it just gets better and better. I mean, the relationships, the format of the event, and the opportunities to put us in front of people like David, for example. So we're always open to having deeper and more meaningful conversations one-on-one -on -one with each and every one of you to say, all right, how do we help each other? We're all in the same game here. It's life, right? Let's just do it as best as we can and have a blast doing it. I am just like living off the energy from my two interviews this morning, getting pumped for my third interview. There was just a lot of personality that was brought. There was a lot of deep conversations that I wasn't anticipating. It just created magic. Are you an entrepreneur? Apply now to be a podcast guest at podmax.co.